October 23rd, 2023. Hey, how you doing? It's Green Teamer. Hello! <laughs> and the Doomer, or Verse the Doomer. Yeah. We really got to decide on that. We may yeah. have to do that this episode. But Verse does have a nice ring to it. I like Verse. Verse sounds I mean, good. debate it, shows are in. This is true. This is true. Welcome to the first, the inaugural episode of Green Teamer Verse the Doomer. I'm your host, Terry. I'm joined here with Devin. What up? How's everything going? Everything good? Oh, man, I'm living the dream. All right. So we are a Celtics fan podcast where we're going to be breaking down the entire season as the season goes along every Monday and Friday for the next, hopefully, nine months or so, eight months, uh, however long the season lasts. Yeah, I mean, hopefully as long as it could potentially it's a, be. It's a long freaking I'm season. I'm hoping, you know, not as long. I don't want any seven-game series in the playoffs. I'm hoping four, 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 four. Yeah, this is true. I mean, the... Um, the Celtics, I mean, any team that goes deep into the playoffs, they're playing until early June. But teams that don't make the playoffs, they're done in, what, April? Yeah. So that offseason, get... like, as far as, like, off seasons go, like, if you miss the playoffs, you're getting a lot more rest because those things last two months. I mean, the, freaking... the goal in life is to be a GM on a tanking team. Oh, yeah. Get, like, a long vacation. That's very true. Very true. Even though you're right back in the lab, probably. Yeah, like, yeah. once you get you removed, know, you're going to, you're doing some scouting. Pre- Presti's a smart man. He knows what he's doing. This is true. Um, so, um, we do have an introductory episode out right now. Uh, it's the episode 000 right before this. It kind of just tells you guys who we are, what the podcast is, and, uh, you know, just... Uh, uh, just kind of let you guys know so we don't have to repeat it every single episode here early on. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the 2023-2024 season expectations for the Boston Celtics. Sky high. Super high, <laughs> obviously. Um, we're going to do a quick recap and then we're just going to be talking about players and teams and strategy and just kind of what um, our hopes are for the season by when June comes along. Uh, are we still playing, essentially? And Yeah. I think... Watching preseason, I don't watch preseason. Yeah, ever any sport, That's football, wild, whatever. I it, but this year I watched all five Celtics Did preseason you really? games. Yeah, wow, okay, um, yeah, and I was hyped. I mean, especially like I think the fourth game before Charlotte. I forgot. I think we played the Knicks yeah. and um, their bench. Yeah. Well, we played a lot. Of, we like we the, played our starters. Our starters yeah. all played, they and they okay, but they looked really good. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean they look unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. So the expectations of just going off preseason has been it just raised everything up even yeah. more yeah. before then. So uh, it is the twenty third. The season starts on Wednesday. It's Monday currently, and um, we are hyped out of control. Yeah. I mean. I don't want to work until then. No. I'm just, I'm just sitting waiting yeah. for the game. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there, it's going to be a big year, uh, and I think if we're going to get right back, right down into it, uh, I think the main takeaway is Porzingis is going to be unstoppable. Yeah, so let's get over to our yeah. offseason moves, because the offseason has felt really long for me, um, <laughs> yeah. even though it's only been like three months. But Celtics had probably one of the best off seasons in recent memory, probably since Gordon Hayward and Kyrie came. Yeah, in I mean, and I think you could argue this is better. Yeah, you really could. Yeah. Um, and I, it's been talked to to death, so we just kind of want to go through it really quickly um, and just talk like uh, break down the ins, break down the outs, and hopefully what comes in. Okay, yeah. so let's talk about the outs real quick before we get to the pauses. Okay. So who left? Marcus Smart. Rob Williams, Grant Williams, Mike Mascala, and Danilo Gallinari. I'm going to miss Mascala. 
Yeah, he was a real. He was a, you know, he provided so much. Yes, yeah. I, you know, I added him to the list. I was like, oh yeah, we got. I him mean, at the well, I gotta say, deadline. his first game last year, he was pretty good. Then he hit like four threes. It was like a touch, a stroke of genius never, by Brad. Never to see him again. Then he vanished. <laughs> yeah. Um. So obviously, uh, the players here that stick out were Marcus and Rob Williams and Grant Williams yeah. to an extent. I liked Grant. The more I think about the Grant Williams loss, the more I become concerned. I mean, not. I don't think it's going to, you know, make or break the season, no. but considering how the Bucks are our main our main competition only competition. Yeah. Uh, he is very good against Giannis. Yes, so. and he never stopped him, but he slowed him down. And that nobody and he, stops Giannis. N- but if you're building a wall, you want the biggest brick. Of course, and my man's wide. Yes, yeah. and he was—he always seemed like a fun guy. You know, like yeah. he seemed like a goofball, and like people like kind of not like a punching bag, but like you know, you like they just like joked around with him, and he was able to take it and give it back. Yeah, but, he could take—he could take it. Yeah, he could take a little troll there. Right. Um, I'm sure he gave it back in private, but, you know, he was a giant nerd. He was. Batman. He probably got, you know, Batman. I'm going to make them both. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the highlights of Grant. But I loved Grant. Yeah. And his his three-pointer came along really nicely towards Uh, uh, before he left. I don't think he ever shot one in college. No. Really, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a two-time SEC player of the year. Mm. He was a great. Yeah. Great little ball player, and he's yep. going to be great on the Ma- uh, Mavericks. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, Rob Williams, another guy I liked, but just could not stay healthy. And it seemed like last year he took a step back a little bit. A lot of his yeah. aggressiveness. Well, you know, when you get your knee operated on, and then you immediately come back and play on it. Yeah. You know, I th- I think there's something to be said that uh, his knee's a time bomb. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. <laughs> and, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was about to be like. Eh. <laughs> Uh, he played, I think, I was looking at this the other day, he played about 209 games in his career. Yeah. He's missed about half his games. Yeah. And I think at this point, we know what he is. And yeah. maybe even a lesser version of that right now because of the surgeries and just the time off that he's had. Yeah, he's still clear, clearly very athletic, but there is a concern, mm-hmm. at least in my mind, that it, once that kind of starts dipping off, that there's going to be, he's not going to be as what we all imagined he could be. Though... He was a very good passer. Yes. So yeah. maybe in Portland he can develop that a little more, and we'll look back at it and say, oh, we probably should have kept him. Yeah. Maybe I, him and Scoot can get some of that pick and roll yeah, action that he had. And... I mean, I don't know how he's going to work with Aiton, but either way, yeah, no. I, I like Time Lord mostly for the memes and the gifs <laughs> yeah, and yeah, saying yeah. Time Lord all the time. That's true. Yeah. Not going to miss Marcus Smart. Marcus was the big one. I saved him for last. I mean, yeah. we're not going to talk about the other two, but uh, Marcus, he was, you know, I, he's probably the reason the term Doomer was ever <laughs> um, I know. created I in, know. The, in the first place. The Celtics Doomer. Um, he, people hated him. People loved him. He was smart most games. He was an idiot on other times. and yeah. uh, But he really did develop really well through his years. Uh, he, I, no, I, I never sure. hated his three-point shot. Um, I I hated his I don't know maybe lack of effort sometimes even though he well, brought a lot of effort. I would say his decision making. Um, yeah, and it was mostly good, but I I think everybody if they look back at it will be able to acknowledge that a lot of times he yeah. thought he was the number one option when he shouldn't have. Yeah, and maybe that's because nobody else was asking for the ball and somebody had to shoot it. Mm-hmm. But there were more games. Uh, where everybody left frustrated right? that the game fell on his shoulders. Right. And I'm not going to miss that, you know? 
I love Smart. He's a tremendous person, and he was always mm-hmm. great in the community, mm-hmm. and he's always welcome back to Boston, and I'm he knows that. But, you know, we replaced him with a better player who's better at literally every aspect of basketball. That's true. That's true. Which we should get into. Well, real quick, Tony Allen route. He, I guess Tony Allen... Oklahoma State, Boston Celtics, Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Almost yeah. the exact same. They're very similar, <laughs> too. I love T.A. Better shooter and uh, passer and smart, yeah, but I mean, for the most part. Yeah, like... he's uh, – I mean, they're now they're both in a – what is it? Uh, the grit city yeah. there. They're the gritty guys in Memphis. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You know, Memphis is going to be fun to watch. I love – smart's fun to watch, and I think watching him from afar. Yeah, will make us appreciate him a little bit more. <laughs> also will be more tolerable. Yes. For yes. me, you know, I, I'm going to have fun watching him where my actual, you know, health yeah. isn't involved. Because a lot of those games, when it was on his shoulders, man, I didn't feel good. No, no. Now it's somebody else's problem, and uh, I'm happy about that. I agree. I agree. The Marcus Smart experiment kind of was like yes and no. Yeah, and I mean, if it. you There's... look back at his the draft class where we got him, was it sixth overall? Yep. Julius Randle, I think, he right He ended right up being, you know, maybe we got a deal drafting him six. I mean, sure. that draft has kind of, in hindsight, not been that great. So, and, you know, he was a great player. It's You know, and he's he is a great player. Yeah. DPOY, True. as he says. True. All right. Uh, farewell, Marcus. We love you. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the ins coming into Boston. So I'm just going to go through the list really quick. Cool. Chris Tapps Porzingis, Drew Holiday. Oh, boy. Zvi. Mikhail. Yeah, guy can shoot. Can you, all, okay, you, don't, you do have an Well, it's also in in mine. It's it's yellow, and yeah. it's really hard to see. Yeah, you made Mika- it. You, made, you somehow took the hardest name and made Mikhailik. it harder to read. And O'Shea Bissett. Is, did he make the final roster? Uh, yeah. O'Shea, okay. I, I believe so. I mean, he's, he's going to play. Yeah. He's actually going to play. We also drafted Jordan Walsh, and then we re-signed Peyton Pritchard and Jalen Brown. Um, yeah. Let's start from the top real quick. Uh, Porzingis. T- 10 out of 10 get I yeah. really even as a doomer I think this has Paul Gasol to the Lakers uh written all over it like yeah. sa- almost same exact thing uh maybe the, the last piece that hopefully puts us over the top with a, a young superstar yeah I'm I'm really excited about this move when it first happened I'm sure you remember at first it was Malcolm Brogdon out Porzingis in and I shit my pants when I saw that that was wild yeah. that, was, uh, that felt too good to be true yeah uh, and then when we moved smart for him, I just I didn't think Stevens had the balls to pull a trade like that. And man, the internet went fucking wild. Mm-hmm. It was like the world was ending yeah. and everybody was so sad and whatever. Porzingis was dominant last year on yeah. the Wizards. Yeah. He was really, really, really good. Mm. And I think if you're just looking at it, you know, objectively, it's a fantastic addition to the Celtics. He is good at everything we need him to be good at. Uh, he is just the, the space he's going to create for Tatum and Brown to get to the basket is it's it's eye opening. I mean, as you've seen in the preseason, it's it's changed the com, you know the complexion of the entire offense. Yep. And he's seven three, and he can just shoot over everybody. I mean, it's yeah. it's ridiculous. Anybody I watched the game with, I go, do you know how tall that guy is? 7'3". He's <laughs> fucking gigantic. I mean, when you look at him, I was looking at photos from the big Celtics gala, 
and he's standing next to I other know. NBA players, and he's like a freak. Dwarfing him. Wild. It's just crazy. Like, Absolute unicorn. And yeah. uh, obviously with OG him, unicorn. Health, health concerns is his biggest uh, obstacle, but yeah. until he hurts himself or goes down, we're just going to keep that out of his yeah, out, I out mean, your mouth. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Doomer is going to be optimistic there. But if you really look at it, last year on the Wizards, he played... He would have played over 70 games if the Wizards weren't trying to lose at the end of the year. Yeah. And he also got like, I don't know if it was COVID, but he got sick and missed like five games. Yeah. So he had his healthiest year of his career. And this year he's going to be in the paint less. So there will be less abuse on his body. I, I don't see how. I feel like there's less of a chance of him getting hurt this season than there was last year. Mm-hmm. And. He's not. He's the third option on this team. What about the plantar fasciitis? Yeah, <laughs> new shoes, man. I've gotten that before too. You've seen me limp. Around. Um, all right, Drew Holiday. Um, uh, 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 like an extra piece that uh, yeah. branched from the Damian Lillard trade that happened uh, when he went to Milwaukee. Um, that was fucking crazy, insane. And yeah. um, I will say, I know the the. I said this a lot uh, months ago. I said if the Bucks were smart, they should go all in on Dame just to keep Giannis happy and let yeah. him. Because Giannis has been dropping quotes and saying like, you know, I'm going to stay here as long as we're good. As long Dude, as my the- man went to the New York Times to tell people he was unhappy. Uh huh. You know how crazy that is. It's true. The New York Times. Uh-huh. This wasn't like Milwaukee. You know, the Milwaukee Observer. Sun Sentinel <laughs> or whatever the fuck it's called. He went to the New York Times. Man, he went national. Yeah. So uh, we end up getting uh, Drew Holiday from the Trailblazers. We sent him yeah. Brogdon and uh, oh yeah, we forgot to mention Brogdon. Uh, that's yeah, somebody who left yeah, as well. He, he, the moment we traded him, very unhappy for Porzingis, and then didn't trade him for Porzingis. Yeah. He wasn't coming back. Yeah, yeah. Which and I, I love Brogdon. I you know he's a great. Six and you would man. think as a professional he'd kind of be able to get that a little bit more, but um, apparently not. Apparently not. Yeah. Um. So, but Drew, a great defensive player. From what I've I've I I don't watch the Bucks too too much. I mean, I watch him in the playoffs, but he is. I mean, he's he's key. Yeah, well, I mean, like without him, they don't win the championship a few years ago. When you read these, uh, you know, other players talk about Drew Holiday and they mm. say he's the best defensive guard in the NBA, you know, and you could still probably say that uh, Caruso mm-hmm. is pretty dominant. Yep. Uh, I think I was reading I was I saw some video. I, oh, shit, I forget who it was, but they said he was the most underrated player in the NBA. It was Halliburton. Wow. Tyrese Halliburton yes, said Drew yeah. Holiday is the most underrated player in the NBA. Yep. I mean, he was he's an all-star. He's, you know, smart one defensive player of the year, but Drew Holiday just as easily could have won it. Oh, yeah, and you got Drew, and you put Drew next to uh, Derek White, yeah, it's, who, it's, is it's a, fucked. who made that's, the all-defensive team last year. Yeah, so. I mean, that's fucked up. It's yeah. just too good. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a – that's arguably the – well, it's definitely the best defensive backcourt in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. But getting Drew was, it almost felt like a miracle. Mm-hmm. Because I was a little worried. Well, it's funny. I was worried about our guard depth. And then now I'm worried about our front court depth. <laughs> There's gonna be, there was going to be itself. depth issues either way. But getting Drew uh, was just such an unexpected luxury. Yeah, yeah. And... I was so shocked by it. I mean, I remember when you you and I were in the same place when the Dame trade went down, and I'm sitting in my little corner trying to figure out how the hell we can get Drew Holiday. I know. I heard you, like, yelp from, like, three three offices <laughs> down. It's like, what? Yeah, I lost my shit. <laughs> I, was, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, and thank God the Miami Heat yeah, they, uh, fumbled the bag here yeah, just that, by asking or trying to offer too little, I guess, yeah. for Dame and... 
I don't know. Well, I mean, what, they didn't have anything to offer. Right, Who right. Tyler Harrow? I know. But um, it just doesn't make sense for the Trailblazers. I, I like Hero. He just doesn't make sense for yeah, the Trailblazers well, at this time. When they're gonna, when you're deciding between trading for Drew Holiday or Hero, yeah. you're gonna take Drew Holiday. So yeah. they were gonna get more because you can flip Drew Holiday for more. Yeah, and they and wanted they to flip Hero, and they wouldn't have been able to do that. But anyway, yeah, getting Drew was just uh, it was exactly what the Celtics needed because. Mm-hmm. You know, Brad Stevens, I, I, you know, I, I'm going to give him credit for this because, you know, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. But he lucked out. Yeah. Like, there was no way that, you know, anybody thought. When he made the trade for Porzingis, there was no chance he thought Drew Holiday yeah. was going to be available. Yeah. We're all in. Yeah. And it's like we, what we lost with Smart was immediately replaced mm-hmm. with a better version. And then we replaced Robert Williams with Poor Zingas. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And the upgrade with Drew is that he just knows, not his his place, but he just knows what he can offer. He's not trying to be the guy. Yeah, exactly. He's not trying to take over the team. Yeah, he understands. He's, he's not fine the coming guy. off the bench. Can you can you tell Marcus Smart, hey, you're gonna come off the bench tonight? He would have. Yeah, uh, he would have lost his shit, dude. He was putting himself <laughs> in the game. I saw. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Maz was like, I'm going right, to for what, Whatever, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, so we could keep going, but we're gonna have yeah, to move along. I just, you know, one one last thing. It was just that is. That is such a great trade, and it was lucky. Yeah. And you know the Bucks, man. They're so, they could not have wanted that to happen. Uh-uh, uh-uh. That's the any last other team. thing they any wanted other to team. happen. Yeah. So it, yeah, any other team, man. I wonder if they. I can't believe that they didn't tell the Blazers. I know. Like, please, yeah. please don't fucking do I that wanna, to us. That would be an awesome part of the contract. Like we're going to yeah. trade him to you, but you we'll cannot. Give him to you, but you, you cannot you, trade him yeah. to this team. You it can just move the, him to any team but the Celtics. That'd be incredible. Yeah. Um. And real quick, we had one draft pick. I think this year, second round, Jordan yeah, Walsh. Jordan Walsh. Alopecia can shoot the yeah, three. Charlie, don't tell. Don't tell Kevin Garnett. Yeah, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie Villanueva two point um, From what I've seen, I like it. Hustle guy, D nah, guy, yeah, he's, and he's, he's going to learn to three. He's a good player. He's going to have corner yeah. threes all day and he's, something he needs to develop. I think he may actually play this year too, yeah, which yeah. is uh, for a team that's a As legit loaded. title contender. It's rare that a second round rookie yeah. will get minutes, but yeah. he will. Yeah, and he's a little bit older, right? He's like 22, 23? I don't know his age. Okay. But yeah. hopefully, because these 19, 20-year-olds, they take a little bit yeah, too much I time mean, to develop. He's good. Yeah. He's a really good player. Yep. And summer league, man, he was balling out. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to talk about the re-sign guys, Peyton Pritchard was a, was obviously a surprise. Guy. I'm a big Peyton Pritchard guy. Uh, obviously, he was unhappy last year. And he wanted more playing time. So what do we do? We shipped out Malcolm Brogdon, yeah, and was, we opened up a roster spot for him fucked, to get some more playing time. He survived the he uh, the shakeup. He did. And he got a pretty good contract. I guess from what I understand, it's a good tradable contract as well yeah, down the yeah. line if we Four decide to. Yeah. So um, something to think about. I like Pritch. I hope he gets an opportunity. I hope he nails his threes. I mean, honestly, we need bench scoring. Yeah. And he's a microwave scorer, man. Yeah. He has great hand. He's really. Yep. And look at this priest. You said he watched every game. Who was the fucking best player on the court in all these That's games? Correct. Very confident. Yeah. Very, very confident. Oh, that guy will shoot yep. from anywhere. Yeah. And then uh, Jalen Brown's contract extension. Had uh, to be done. Had to be done. Hey, it's the biggest contract or the richest contract in NBA history this year. Next yeah, year, next it's going to be even bigger. Year after that, well, it's going to yeah. be even bigger. I think by the end of next offseason, he'll it, be the sixth yeah, highest it, contract. From what I understand, it's the TV money, right? It's just like it keeps going yeah, up, so the contracts are going to get bigger. Well, exactly, yeah. They, it's not like they pick the dollar amount. No. It's just they, if you're Supermax, you get 35%. Mm-hmm. So and, that's what know, it is. 
as the salary cap goes up, people are going to get fucking richer and richer, and that's really just how it goes. And if we don't win a championship, I think that, it's again, it's a tradable player depending on how he plays. I think he's going to play oh, well, yeah. um, and we'll see what happens down the line. But this year, we're going all in. For Let's sure. go. Uh, so that's the offseason moves. I said we're going to quickly do it. It took about... 25 minutes or that so. That was 25 20, minutes? At least 20 minutes, I think. Fuck. So uh, that was a quick recap. So I want to get into Ugh. the expectations real quick. And one of the first things I want to talk about is Coach Joe Missoula. All right. Um, because we can talk about the players nonstop and what they're going to do. But and we will. And we will. But if yeah. it's, it's up to the coach to put these guys in the right position to succeed to build team chemistry, to Umbatu, to <laughs> just pretty much make sure that these you guys know, swim together. I got to say, I want to retire that phrase so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Every That's time fair. I, I see, you know, Big Baby talking about it, I'm like, man, this fucking... <laughs> You gotta get rid of that. Oh, well, he's yeah, yeah big, <laughs> big bigger baby. baby. Um, so one of the questions I want to ask you: It's his second year as the yeah. head coach. Uh, how do you think the experience has helped him going into his second year from last year? You know, I think it helped him quite a bit, and he was thrown into almost an impossible situation. This was a month before. It wasn't even a month. I think it was like three days. Yeah, it was fucking insane. It was rough before and, training camp. You're right. Yeah, and all of a sudden he went from being second bench. To the head coach of the yep. Boston Celtics. Yep. His most experience as a head coach was what, D2? Yeah, yep. He's so now he's leading what the one of the two most famous basketball teams in the history of the sport. Almost overnight, you're right. Yeah. And like he, and, he definitely didn't see it coming. Well, and, and, you know, he has a completely different game plan than Ime did. Yeah. You know, he's, you know, three ball Joe. Yes. Uh, one of the things I definitely want to talk yeah, to you about. But, he, you know, he's younger than players on the team yeah. I and mean, it's crazy yeah. so it was a tough situation for him but i gotta say i heard him do a podcast with uh jj reddick and it really it 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 heartened me good yeah because he sounded way more comfortable with everything going on because mm. i just couldn't even imagine being in his shoes last year you know, he was kind of always terse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sat, He was way more open. He was open to talking about things. He seemed more amenable mm-hmm. to different styles of play. And uh, he sounded more like a human because last year he sounded like a he sounded like Bill Belichick he with did. a basketball. He did. And I have a lot of optimism to his coaching this year. I mean, there's a reason why we made him the head coach. It was because other teams wanted to make him mm-hmm. the head coach. It wasn't like we're on an island saying this guy's a head coach. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure he interviewed in Utah when it was between him and Will Hardy, and they took Hardy. You know, I mean, it's Danny Ainge, so he knows what's going on. (laughs) But other teams wanted Missoula, so we had to just do it. Mm -hmm. And I think this year he's going to have a good year. I think he learned a lot from last season. And I, I think it will you know, really show itself in the early games. And I hope he, like, trolls everybody and calls a timeout like yeah. the first opportunity he does. And, I, you know, as the Doomer here, it's hard on the first episode to come out with a lot of negativity yeah. because obviously everything's optimism's through the roof. Everyone's very yeah. happy with the offseason. It's not – my Doomerisms won't kick in until I start seeing this team yeah, exactly. play like Kaka. So yeah. I'm going to just agree with you that, yeah, second year is going to be huge for him. 
And the fact that he actually, I have, uh, we're, he's actually going to bring in his own assistant coaches because he was stuck with. I mean, dude, they didn't like they had like no assistant. Coaches. Exactly, and they lost da- the only one. I really it, yeah Stoudemire. Stoudemire, bounced. and he went yeah. to Georgia Tech halfway through the year. I like yeah. uh, Tony Anthony Dobbins. I think yeah. I like him. He's one of the assistant coaches. He was there last year, and he stuck okay. around this year. But this year we bring in uh, Sam Cassell. Um, Jeff Van Gundy as a senior consultant, <laughs> yeah. which He's is a little weird. He's just going to be cashing a check to hang out with Brad Stevens. Uh, Charles Lee is one of the assistant coaches. We brought him in as well. That's one of Missoula's guys. Yeah. And then uh, Phil Pressey, who I was surprised with. That was a Celtics point guard from a few years ago. Yeah, and then they – is that the guy that was Tatum's boy? I think so, yeah. Because yes. they, they brought in the guy from Duke. Yeah, um, yeah. But he's a player enhancement coach, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah, um, that's, the, uh, <laughs> that's the little needle coach. Yeah, that's the guy who has the plug. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Yeah, you know, if Joe's going to have his, got to actually select his assistant coaches, and he actually has. And if you looked at the I assistant mean, coaches this last is, year, yeah, this is arguably like the greatest, the best staff in the NBA. Right yeah, now. I mean, yeah. Charles Lee is the experience is where yeah, it comes down to yeah, a man, lot, man, because Joe didn't have it, and he looked to his assistant coaches, and it's just like. 28 year old might as well have us be the fucking coach. right, right. I mean, Marcus Smart was coaching mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah, no, the Charles Charles Lee is a huge one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he won in Milwaukee. He should be a head coach, and he's not. Sam Cassell, uh, he is a great addition. You know, he has – he's won. Yeah. He's, a, you know, a Hall of Famer, I believe. Mm-hmm. Got the big old balls. True. Got to have him. Yeah. And, I mean, just watching the practices, the one thing that stood out to me is he's doing a lot of – uh, post-up practice with the guards, which really makes me excited. Mm-hmm. But he is uh, he's in there, man. They're all in there coaching their asses off. And this it's really exciting to have Missoula now have people that can give him feedback and that will tell him he's wrong. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's not like Brad Stevens isn't there either. Mm-hmm. I, if, if Brad Stevens decided he wanted to coach again – Almost every team in the NBA, save for, you know, the Heat, the Heat <laughs> would Golden probably State. make a call and say, hey, man, yeah, come to our team. Uh-huh. Not to mention every college offered him the bag. Yeah. He would get his own endowment. True. So Brad Stevens is there and he's sitting on the floor during the, the practices during training camp. He can help out. It's just really a great situation for. It's a great collection of basketball yeah. minds. It's like B-ball Mensa. Yeah. Just it it it's really conducive to having a good year for Missoula and I'm really excited to see it. What do you think uh, his biggest hurdle is this year, Joe? What's what's his number one priority? I thought his biggest hurdle was was going to be uh he has to be less stubborn with his game plan and yeah. it seems like he's willing to do that. You know, he made a joke about I think he said something last year about like how you have to take fifty threes a game. Yeah, and he was making jokes like, "Oh, I didn't say that." Yeah, what did he say? He's ah, like, "It did." He's like, "Well, who said who said a two pointer is easier than a three pointer or something like that?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, which I get. Like a two pointer, like a fadeaway with a hand in your face at the foul line is a harder shot than a catch and shoot three pointer. Yeah, but you know? like then if you're talking about a step back, I mean, it's, right? It's and analytics are right. Take more threes. That's mm-hmm. how you win. There's a reason why they've only lost one game when they shoot 40% from three. Like, you, it's just... Do you think they take too many threes? Um, 
Because yeah. at this pace, I think we're going to lead the league in three-pointers, at least be top three. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, sure. uh, shoot. everyone on our team shoots threes. Yeah, and, uh, I expect fewer threes out of Golden State, and that's really our main <laughs> right competitor. Yeah, so I, I do think we shoot a lot of threes, but I really do think there's going to be a lot more posting up yeah. this year. Yeah. I think Tatum is really going to bully in the post. Yeah. And that's just the direction of the new NBA. Everyone shoots threes. Yeah. And it's like like having a young coach like this is actually he can see the future rather than like, say, an old. I hate to say Popovich. Just I'm kind of using him as an example. Popovich, I don't think his team's going to throw up 45 threes because he's like, you know, we we had Tim Duncan. Hit it off the glass. (laughs) Now he's just going to have to be like, yo, Wemby, do whatever the fuck you want out there. uh, I'll take the credit. I got four years, baby. (laughs) Yeah, I'm getting 15 (laughs) mil a year. Seriously. To watch you be a freak. Um, I think one of the most important things that Joe needs to focus on for his coaching this year is uh, two things. Uh, a leadership for the players. So yeah. obviously Marcus kind of cemented himself as the leader in the locker room. Yeah, and that's why he's gone. Yeah, so I need him to get in Tatum's ear to t- to give him the tools what he needs to succeed. Not only on the court, but just being able to talk to the guys. Rate, like, you know, get loud with his teammates. Not yeah. necessarily yelling at him, no. but just like showing that compassion and that leadership role that he needs to take over this year. I agree. I think Tatum needs to be the leader and I or you know, and Jalen. And that that's something the coach has to deal with is is making sure that the the right guys are loud in the locker yeah, room. Yeah, and I you know, I think that's one potential issue. There mm-hmm. isn't there are not many loud voices in that locker room. Yeah. And last year it was coming from Smart and you know, that's not what the team needed. Yeah. They need their star player to be the leader. Mhm. And I think Tatum's going to lead in a different way, a way that's going to make him the you know a target on sports radio because mm-hmm. they're, they're, he's not you know demonstrative. Yeah, he's not Kobe like where you'll hear about no. him slapping yeah. his and teammate in practice. Yeah, do you want to play with a <laughs> no. dude like that? I think no. Some I mean, people do. I don't know. I think no. they say they do. Yeah, but yeah, um, if you, you can only do that if you're like. Kobe. Kobe, like elite, God, like God mode. Yeah, I mean, just like, drop 60. Yeah, he's not going to be KG. He'll never be <laughs> no, that kind of guy. No. But you know what? I think these young kids don't want to be led by players like that anyway. Yeah. So I think Tatum's going to lead on the court. And I do think he's going to take a step as a leader. And I think that's what the team needs. I think that's what Brad Stevens wanted when he moved smart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I see Missoula helping that grow. And I see this year as a big year of development for not only the players, but the coach. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing I think Joe needs to work on is just getting buy-in from the rest of the team. Like, get everybody focused. This is the main goal, Banner 18, game in and game out. I don't need 100% effort in the regular season because you're going to get hurt. But <laughs> I need to balance out the rotations. I need to... You know, this regular season can be grueling. So come playoff time, I need to make sure my guys are rested with the same goal in mind of bringing a banner 18. And you need to build that mentality inward and hope and players will, will react to it. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's another reason why Grant's gone. I think Grant, if, you know. Too much of a goofball, maybe. Well, I think if you really gave everybody truth serum. They would say that the two people that clashed most with Joe last year were Marcus and Grant. Fair. And they're gone. Yeah. That's that's Brad looking at the situation yeah, and saying, I, mean, I know, trust Joe more than you two. Exactly. That, sh- that really shows how much faith Brad has in Missoula. Because those two dudes are gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. See ya. Loudest voices. Hope you like Dallas. Yeah, That sure. shithole. Uh-huh. I've heard. I've never been. But I've heard it's a <laughs> fucking dump. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, like, this is Missoula's team now. It's Tatum's team. It's Missoula's team. And uh, I, I have a lot of high hopes for Joe this year. All right, let's talk about the players real quick. Yeah, let's do uh, it. Real quick, Jason Tatum, is he taking another step? Yes. Has to, right? His body is, like, filled out. He's not a twig. Yeah, I no, noticed this last year, too, but, like, he's actually, like, bulky now. He's really big. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got that Crash Bandicoot said, chest. <laughs> he said he put on another, what, 15 pounds? Love it. Yeah, at some point, it's like, you know, dude, a lot of players put on too much muscle, and then they can't shoot anymore. Yeah. So there's a fine line. But if he's going to start playing in the post more, yeah. which, you know, analytics say he's one of the most dominant players in the post game, he should be doing that more often. I think adding weight will only make that easier for him. I think he's going to win the MVP. Okay. That was going to be my next question. I think he's top five, borderline yeah. top five. My, my biggest concern with him is his sulking. Uh, when, <laughs> when, no, when games aren't going his way and he starts yelling at the refs, he starts yeah. doing that arm, like he's just like – he throws, his, throws his arms at the raft, and he gets the, the, the NBA does that. I get that, but it could, it seems like it gets in his head a little bit more. Like yeah. especially if the game's not going his way, he clunks his first three or four threes. I mean, he'll still step into it. He's still going to shoot, but I just want him to just kind of, uh, you know, be well, able to put that stuff behind him a little bit easier. I agree with you, but the thing about winning the MVP is these reporters don't watch all eighty-two games. It's fair. So all they see are the you know. Eight-minute supercut highlights from NBA.com. So, you know, I think Tatum, he's gonna. Which, which is gonna be funny is I think he's gonna win the MVP and have a statistically uh, lesser season than last year. I mean, he's not gonna average thirty this year. No, I don't think so. But like, too many scores, too many mouths to feed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think we have anything to worry about Tatum. The next guy, no. Jalen Brown. Uh, can he dribble with his left hand? <laughs> Who gives a shit? Man? <laughs> he averaged twenty-seven last year, and we have Drew Holiday. It's very fair. Um, like, I don't think Jalen. Honestly, Sorry. if Jalen is handling the ball that much at the end of the game, something's wrong. Yeah, like this year specifically, it should be Tatum who had a gigantic, st- took a gigantic step last year as yeah. a playmaker. He should be at the end of games. It should be him and Holiday or White or White. Yeah, you know, making plays happen. Yeah, I don't want Jalen. You know, he was, what, ninth in the league in scoring last year. Mm-hmm. Dude gets buckets. That's all that I give a shit about. Yeah. Just get buckets, man, and if you fucking dribble the ball off your leg every once in a while, whatever. I know. I think Hopefully it's a little... it doesn't happen in the last three minutes, but, you know, I'll take it if it does. I think it's, it's, a, it's a story that's blown way out of proportion. One bad series. Maybe it was two bad series in it the playoffs. Yeah, um, it obviously, it's not going to help uh, people's uh, opinions on you and how you can dribble or whatever, but... We've seen the good and we've seen the bad, and I think the good outweighs some of the bad. So yeah, I mean they'll clown him, but he was still second team All NBA. Exactly. Like, and he got his he got the bag. Um, ideal starting and closing five. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious. It's is it Drew White, Drew White, yeah. Brown, Tatum, Zingas. Yeah, I don't want to start Horford. I absolutely I, not that I hate Horford. But no, I Hor- love Horford. Horford's going to win us a few playoff games if he's healthy. Yeah, but and like rested, yeah, come exactly, playoffs. he's rested. He's AARPL now. Yeah, he needs to AARP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever my mom and dad get in the mail, he's, get, he's getting that pamphlet too. Um, he needs to get. He needs to take a. You know, a, he needs to have his minutes slashed. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think by adding Porzingis, that's very helpful. And there's no, he shouldn't be starting. He just shouldn't be. Yeah. And he's the sixth, sixth best player on the team. Crazy. I mean, yeah. And 
you you want to start with the best defensive backcourt in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I don't want two bigs. Yeah. I mean, the only time you start two bigs is when you play Milwaukee. Right. And maybe Bigger the bodies Sixers. in the paint, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like otherwise roll same with the close and white and same with the closing i'd imagine or yeah you know, and, and by the way that's another reason we got rid of smart because we didn't have Derek white in the closing lineup for like half the year yeah Derek white is very 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 good at basketball i just want to put that audio drop of hey coach put me in for d white <laughs> every time every time we bring it up <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> i know yeah yeah exactly i mean dude Derek white even though espn says he's not top 100 he's top 50 mm-hmm. top 50 player in the nba he should be Closing out these ball games. Yeah, I mean, look at what he did in the playoffs. He was our best player at times. Yeah. So, if it would be sitting White or sitting Al, sit Al. This is easy, Joe. <laughs> All right. Um, are there any more moves you th- predict? I mean, it's a long season. Injuries can happen. Yeah, chemistry issues. Who knows? But do you see us making any moves during the regular season? I think they'll get another big guy. Come trade deadline, anything's possible. Yeah, Veter- I mean, a, a veteran buyout or something yeah, like exactly. that. Who knows? We have the six million TPE for Grant, and we have a shitload of draft. Like I, I wrote this question out, and I'm like, nobody fucking nobody knows. <laughs> nobody yeah, knows I mean, we're going to be in, in a month or two or what. I mean, we're I doing. think we're going to have the best record in the NBA. Okay, I do. Yeah, um, that's fair. Yeah, because you know, as much as I hate to say it, the West is tougher. Yep. And the the changes to this roster are less dramatic than the changes to Milwaukee's roster. Their style of play is so different. I think they may not get off to a fast start. I think the Celtics are going to have the best record in the NBA mm-hmm. going to the trade deadline. But I think Brad's smart enough to understand that we need another big man. Yeah. I don't think we need like a stud big man. I think we just need a a body that can play in the playoffs. Mike Pascala. Seems to reach <laughs> yeah. out. Let's go get uh, Gallinari again. Uh, he, well, he circled the matchup uh, against I the know. Celtics. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, it's so like, oh, yeah. Your ACL he, well, you know Italy. what, dude? Every time we play that guy, he kills us. He so does, actually. That's why we got him. Yeah, that's true. Just and to so get him away from us. Yeah, he's probably going to drop 50 on yeah, us. It's fine. You know, it'll, it'll, he'll puke. He'll be happy. Let him be happy, I guess. No, but I think we're just going to get another big man. I don't, I don't think the roster really needs... Anything else. Right, and no specialty. No. Anything. Just Dude, bo- just big bodies. Uh, Daniel Tice would be ideal, yeah, to be I'll honest. Take, I'll, ta- yeah. I'll take Tice in a heartbeat. Exactly. Yeah. That's the kind of guy we need. Exactly. I, I don't think we need anything other than that. We don't need... Just get me a big white guy. It's Euro Cup champion, Daniel Tice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get me... Exactly. Germany's, Germany's finest. Um, the only bald-headed German covered in <laughs> tattoos that I would spend time with. <laughs> The other ones go to rallies. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so I think I already got your answer on this. Uh, team total. So gambling-wise, uh, you, you you mess around with some player props every now and then, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. spread it around, do these like eight-leg parlays of uh, like... Eight, dude. I had a 20 pound last night. <laughs> and you if lost, win, and you lost I, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I made one bet and I lost. If I make a bet, dude, I want to win at least six figures. I love it. Yeah. Um, so real easy. Uh, win total right now set for the Celtics is at 55 and a half. That's out of 82 games. I'm going over. I mean, I feel like 55 and a half is... That's pretty... That's what I would imagine. Right. Philly's worse. Right. Like, and like we play them, what, three, four times throughout the year? Yeah. Because they're I in mean, our division. Yeah, it's just the teams around them got worse. And, and we, we got, better. got better. Yeah, that's I fair. Mean, and how many did we win last year? Fifty-five. About. I yeah. think so. Yeah. So I you'd mean, imagine that we improved. Yeah, we added. We made our roster better. We'll win more games. That's at least how my head looks at it. Yeah. I think it's going to be a successful season now. 
50, like I would say like 57. That yeah. would be my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Right on the cusp. I, we're not, yeah. I don't think we're a 60 win team. But the thing is, I think we could be a 60 we could, win Honestly, team. we can. Yeah. The biggest, not the biggest concern at all because it's not, but uh, when we downplay to our opponents, the Orlando Magic last year beat us a bunch of yeah. times. Playoff team this year, by the way, slammed that bet. Oh, uh, what? Ma- magic to make magic. the playoffs? Yeah, Magic. Yeah, there you go. Our, our listeners who made yeah. it to um, whatever minute we're yeah. in, there's a little yeah. Uh, tidbit. Yeah, we're uh, doing the uh, Oppenheimer podcast length. It feels much shorter <laughs> than it is. Um, um, but yeah, um, I don't think we're. I think we'll play better against bad teams, um, and uh, I think 60s on the table. To be honest, so I'll yeah, agree. I, I, think I'd th- go I over. think it is as well. Um, you know, I, I. My only reason I don't know if 60 is a definite thing is because how often are we going to rest? Guys? That's the thing. That's the thing. And and the ankle sprain, you know, you lose somebody for two weeks, three weeks, or something yeah. like that. So who knows? Oh, and by the way, another reason Tatum's going to win MVP. Let's hear it. Is because you have to play sixty five games to win now. True, dude doesn't sit. Yeah, he doesn't. Also, he would. He's a, no American players won in what five years, and yeah. God knows yeah. I don't see him winning in the future. So maybe we're gonna have to get our our uh, USA boy one one MVP, and then for the rest of the decade will be Wemby, Jokic, Giannis, Luca. God, I didn't even MVP. think about that with the international players dating yeah, back on I mean, the MVP. If you That's think crazy. About it, it's been. Giannis two years, Jokic two years, Embiid one year. Yeah. And then it's like who's gonna be the American guy? It's true. So I think the reporters will be like, We gotta do we gotta get, we gotta get one. <laughs> get of them get for, one for uh, the boys. Yeah, yeah. We get you the boys in blue, red, white, and blue, and then you know, Slovakia and Slovenia and Yeah, it's gonna be Tatum versus uh, Jordan Poole for the M V P this year. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, uh, seating prediction. We both. Have, I think they finished one or two in the East. Yeah, obviously, I mean, I, it's, that, it's yeah. us in the Bucks in the foot race. I don't know who who else could do it. Like, I can't imagine. The only way I could see it happening is if somebody gets injured. Knicks. And Knicks didn't really improve. Cleveland. Cleveland didn't yeah, really improve. They didn't really improve. Evan Mobley's a year older, so maybe Evan Mobley starts hitting threes. I know. I like, know. He's kind uh, of just a black void. Maybe there Donovan in the Mitchell realizes that he should be the third option. Yeah, oh, my. I guess you got Miami. Yeah, I've heard. Miami. Well, I've heard. Uh, you know, if Mitchell is unhappy, you, maybe he asked for out of yeah. Cleveland down to Miami. Now you I, got. I don't see Cleveland doing that. Why would they help the Heat? <sighs> I mean, who want, nobody wants to help the Heat. Nobody. And what does. are they going to offer? Like, if you put Donovan Mitchell on the market, they will get better offers from any other team. OKC could, mm. you know, out offer Miami into the into the. Oh ground. my God! Yeah. OKC is like 22 draft picks in the next four years. Yeah, it's pretty out of control. I mean, I just don't see what my – everybody says the best star player is going to go to Miami. Well, this offseason, the best available player said he wanted to go to Miami, and the GM said, fuck you. No, mm-hmm. go to Milwaukee. So I don't see Pat Riley can work his magic and get anybody. I think that they lost Gabe Vincent. They lost Struess. They didn't add uh, anybody. Yeah. Kyle Lowry's a year older. Yeah, I guess. Uh, and, yeah, he was, exactly. and he was pretty washed last yeah, talk year. Talk about AARP, my man's oh, hip. Oh, my God. Big booty boy. <laughs> I just. I, it's going to uh, explode. I know. I don't. He got the BBLs. Uh, <laughs> I just don't see how Miami could get the 
top two seed. Yeah, no, and I think that will be similar to what they did last year, where they struggle through the regular season, and yeah. maybe the flips, the switch flips. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Last year they should have not even made the, the Hawks. Should have just. I beat know. Them. I know. Then, then nothing, none of this pain would have happened to me. I know. I know. Damn it. <laughs> um, all right, and do the. I guess to wrap it up. Do the Celtics win the twenty twenty four championship? I think they do. I think we go to the finals. I think that's where my expectations are. I think anything less than making it to the finals, I'm going to be very sad about. Because it's going to be Milwaukee versus Boston, most yeah. likely in the playoffs, yeah. depending on where the seeds fall. But most likely it's going to be one and two. And if that's what it is, then Eastern Conference Finals is where we meet them. Uh, yeah, and I, I like our matchup against Milwaukee. Absolutely. I think we're built to beat the Bucks Now, to get to your point, I don't know if we're built to beat the Nuggets. Yes, they were a fine-tuned machine last year. Yeah, and, and they're only better. Yeah, yeah, um, they, who they lose? Bruce Bowen, Bruce, Bruce Brown? Brown. They lost Bruce, Bruce Bowen. Brown. Yeah, <laughs> they added uh, White Brown, Braun. Oh, Braun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a year older, and they yeah, have. Yeah, he's going to just take that role. Yeah, but rookies. He was a rookie last year. Yeah, and he's pretty good in the playoffs. He was, so. but you know, when the scouting reports come out, uh, you never know. I, I'm always really. Uh, cautiously optimistic after rookie, good rookie years and stuff yeah. like that, because I'm like, you know, you, the the defensive play, they, they, there's a lot of film on you now, and they're going to start throwing things at you that you don't like. So unless Man, you improved, I, I think we would. The Nuggets will be the hardest matchup. Yeah, us. yeah. If we get Phoenix, I'm not too concerned. You know, maybe I'm crazy, delusional, whatever. Nuggets, nobody, but see, the thing is, nobody's covering Jokic in the NBA. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have really good team basketball Nuggets. That's the thing yeah. that set them apart more than yeah. anything is the, the way they shared the ball and the way they, you can just see it and the, how they played. Yeah. Ball constantly was moving. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's what you want your team to be. That's what I really want the Celtics to yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I hope that is how they play. Mm-hmm. We just, and need... judging by preseason. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Out. I mean, it's been a really positive preseason. We got what two days until we can just really dive into this shit. I'm excited, and I know you are too. Yes, yeah. So opening day is Wednesday, October tenth, twenty fifth, tenth. Dude, what are you fucking? <laughs> I have to edit that one. Sorry, I'm trying to mess with my phone to pull it up. And yeah, that, no, that was panic no, we, mode. We lost thirteen days. Um, October twenty fifth, uh, the season opens in Madison Square Garden uh, as the Celtics take on. The, the, New, York uh, the New York Knicks should be an actually great game to start um, between. So, and, and so we're hoping to do this podcast Mondays and Fridays where we'll provide um, recaps of uh, all the games that were in between and then preview yeah. uh, the upcoming slate of, you know, over the weekend or the games between Tuesday yeah, and, or whatever. And who knows if you like us, maybe we'll throw in a Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. If there's something explosive happened or something yeah, like that, yeah, then uh, we'll do we'll do put some emergency uh podcast on action yeah um so real quick yeah we open against the knicks and then we uh they play again friday against miami so we'll be able to preview that uh that miami heat game pretty good i fucking hate the heat i know it's our home opener too that's gonna be an awesome game Oh man i may have to go oh baby oh yeah and real quick you uh you're not a you know a season ticket holder so you you know a couple so you're gonna be going to a few games i go to a bunch of games gonna be going to a bunch of games you might just built that new green line stop right next to my house oh baby yeah he might ask his co-host to go to one i don't know who knows We'll see. We'll see. We'll do a live pod. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, we're going to pick a winner uh, for Green Teamer versus the Doomer. And it's got to go to the Green Teamer. This is the Doomer uh, kind of signing off on it. Yeah, the optimism's is... through the roof. 
Yeah. I have nothing. How can I be upset about anything? I mean, it's Mar- can I be upset that uh, the guy I wanted to leave, Marcus Smart, left? No, I can't yeah. be upset about that. And um, the guy I wanted to add got to the team in <laughs> Porzingis. And then, oh, and then we got Drew Holiday. There's really no way you can be upset. No, 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 no. And that's, Oh, and then we dominated the preseason. There's nothing you I can know. be upset with now. This was the easiest <laughs> W I'll ever have in my life. Maybe going forward, I don't win as many. Maybe it's a big doomer year. <laughs> but right now, you cannot be a doomer. Impossible. Before Wednesday. Nope. So uh, enjoy the Celtics uh, uh, opener. Enjoy the Celtics season. We'll be with you guys the entire way. This is the Green Teamer versus the Doomer signing off. Thanks, guys. See ya. <laughs>